Hi, you're with Meg and it's Owning It, the podcast all about leaving your nine to five and finding a business that you absolutely love. I'm here to help you along the way and I've got some great ideas for you today. I've actually been thinking a lot about pricing and selling and how we can make the most of our pricing methods, but also how we can get really comfortable with pricing what we deserve for the products that we um, we're providing and also clever kind of tactics and ideas to actually boost the value to your client and make sure that they're happy to pay higher prices and how we approach that strategy. A lot of people I've spoken to who've set up their own businesses have struggled with this and I think a lot of it comes down to not being comfortable asking for money. Money is a very emotive subject and I think it's really worth digging in a little bit to your own ideas around money, your own beliefs around money, what you think about money in general because it will really impact the way that your business is run. If you're telling yourself that you're bad with money, you're disorganised with money or you don't attract money into your life or all the things that we think and say about money that you know deep held beliefs we don't even sometimes realize we have that's going to impact your ability to be profitable successful and charge what you're worth so let's talk about that for a a bit um i've realized that i've had some major money setbacks in that i had this idea that making lots and lots of money was kind of greedy it made you a bad person um I don't know, I had these deep held beliefs and it didn't really come from my family. We we weren't like, you know, we weren't critical of people who had money. It was just, it was always said like, you don't talk about money. It was one of the subjects that's kind of off the table. It's not discussed. And that's a weird thing to do <laughs> considering money is such an important part of your life. Without it, it's very hard to do the things that you want to do. Um, And I don't uh, subscribe to the idea that money buys you happiness, but it certainly solves problems. Um, So yeah, it's weird not to talk about it. I think the more you talk about it, the more comfortable you feel talking about money, the more upfront and transparent you are about money, the easier and more relaxed you'll feel having those conversations. And it's a really important part of the journey from going uh, from being paid money every every month consistently you know month in month out by an employer to creating your own wealth and it's a very different set of tools and strategies you have to adopt when it's all about you um my first thing that i really want to hit home here is what you charge does not equal your self-worth so what you're charging for your products or services has nothing to do with you as a person so those two are very distinct separate things um you are not your business you are yourself and i feel like a lot of us get held back thinking am i worth this would someone pay me why would i deserve to be paid this much money for xyz that's the wrong way of thinking about it and it's a really difficult hurdle to overcome and it's one that i've struggled with a lot um firstly you're independent from your business. So the clearer you can be about that, the better. Obviously, if you're providing a service, if you're a consultant, if you're a coach, it gets very wrapped up in you as a character. And I totally get that. It's all about, 
you know, people buy into you as a product or service. So I understand those feelings can get a bit mixed up. But remember what you're delivering for your customer. So you're delivering value, you're delivering a service, and you have experience and you have the expertise to charge accordingly. Um, So yeah, just remember that you're not your business and what you charge doesn't define define your self-worth. I know it sounds basic, but I totally fell into that trap. Um, I was struggling with, you know, can I charge this? What, what will they think of me? Um, does that mean that I'm only worth X, Y, Z? Can I really charge this day rate? Why would I charge this amount? It was all getting a bit, I don't know, a bit intense in my head. So I decided to take a step back and change my pricing strategy and actually use a value-based pricing method. So that's the second thing I'm going to talk about, um, which is your pricing um, playbook, I guess, or how you go about driving sales and, and what you're selling. So there are two ways of looking at this. You can either do the first, which is once you've calculated all of your operating costs, your fixed costs, your variable costs, you know, your overheads or the cost of what you're producing to sell, um, then you slap on a bit of profit. I mean, that's boiled down ridiculously so, but that's essentially a, um, a kind of costs plus model that you could use. So it has a couple of benefits in that it's super easy. You can say, look, these are my operating costs month in, month out. It might be your software, your tools, you know, all the things that you use and your business needs to survive. Plus, I want to earn this amount of profit. So I'm going to put on a margin of 30% on top so that I can consistently sort of forecast if I have X number of sales, this is what I'm going to get back. So it's simplistic um, it does have some drawbacks in that it's not really based on the value you provide um, and it also doesn't take into account your customer's point of view so it's all about you and it's not about them and that's a really key point um, it's not a bad place to start but I would definitely move towards a different model which is what I have done um, which I think is much more valuable and that is a value-based model. So not to get too complex but a value-based model is more about defining the value you create for your customer. So if you can achieve the results that you say you do, what does that mean to your customer in terms of the value you've created in their life by solving that particular problem. It can be hard to quantify. If you're all about generating leads and sales, then it's easier to quantify because you can say, oh, great, I've, you know, the work I've done has resulted in them getting five new leads and a lead or a sale is worth X to them over a lifetime, something like that. So you can start to quantify the actual result and the value that's created for your customer. Um, It's a bit trickier when it comes down to the softer metrics, like saving time or reducing hassle or stress or all of the other things that maybe a life coach um, or someone or another consultant could provide. So it's less about hard numbers and more about how does that make your customer feel? What stress or challenge or problem have you solved What's the impact of that on their life? Have, has it saved them like five years of 
going through all the trial and error of doing it themselves, in which case that's invaluable. You've saved them five years and you've fast-tracked their progress. So that's a massive plus point and you can really dig into that and say, look, you can go my way and save yourself time and time is money or you can do it the old-fashioned way which is, you know, trial and error and work it out yourself. Um, so think about those kind of those things. So like how do you provide value in terms of numbers like money created or number of customers created something like that and then how do you create value in other softer ways like saving times uh, reducing stress giving time back so that they can spend time with their families all those other really beneficial values that you can't put a, a number on so so to speak um so that's kind of pricing models and thirdly do some research so make sure you're looking out amongst your competitors, amongst the competition, figure out what people are charging. And it doesn't mean to say you have to follow them, um, but just have an idea of the most expensive in your competition and the least expensive. So you've got a range of what people have been paying. And a really good way of kind of sussing it out is just do some googling google it see who your competitors are um, go through some of the stages in their their sales process so you can actually see like the the figures of what they're charging get it all down on a spreadsheet and that will give you a really good sense of the market and what people are charging for those similar products and services now really important and this is a trap that so many people fall into And I want to save you that stress. (laughs) Do not fall into the trap of just pricing low because you think, oh, sweet, I've got a similar range of products or a similar range of services to this person. Just going to charge 20% less. It, It is a race to the bottom. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your brand image, to be quite honest with you. Having a particular price point reflects on your business and it reflects on your credibility so it's absolutely great to do one-time offers and to do exclusive launches and to give people maybe who are on your list some sort of discount that's all fabulous but your prices your core prices should be a reflection of your expertise and what you bring to the table and the value you create and when we talk about value let me be really, really clear. So what you're selling has a value to somebody, a perceived value to somebody. And it's in perception. It is essentially saying, oh, cool, they've got a result that I need. And I'm prepared to exchange that result for this amount of money. That's as simple as it as it gets. If you can start to elevate your product and your offer to make it really, really attractive by adding in some additional stuff, adding in some bonuses, adding in other things that might be useful for them. Think of it as a nice big kind of pot of goodness that you can cram in as much stuff that you think will help and genuinely help, not just throwing stuff in it for the sake of looking good and being perceived to be good, actual valuable stuff. And you can get really creative with this. Um, Maybe if you're a coach, you could do a one hour training session, but some additional value could be, hey, you can actually get access to my private Facebook group where we have um, group coaching calls in addition to your one-to-one sessions. Or maybe you can get um, 
an audio chapter of a book I've released or some other additional pieces of what you provide in different formats. Audio is fabulous. People really like listening to books, um, ebooks, guides, reports. It could be something like that that just adds to your client's journey and helps them get results quicker. Um, again, don't just scrape the barrel just throw anything at it it has to be valuable stuff stuff that you have spent time and effort creating um that you know is going to help your customers because just the way to develop amazing relationships and value for your clients is just over deliver over deliver all the time um do stuff not for free absolutely not but add value wherever you can and make sure that the experience they have with you is the most amazing experience that they've had with a service or product basically um that will stand you apart from your competitors another thing to think about when you're looking at your competitive landscape is what are they doing and what are they doing well what are they doing badly um this will come back to some market research as well but figure out the pieces of the puzzle they're not filling in So if you can see a gap in what they're offering, maybe that's something that you want to focus in on and actually provide amazing value just in that specific area. Um, Think about being different. Don't just think about doing it better. By all means, be better. But you won't be able to charge like a massive amount more than your competitors if you're just doing stuff slightly better than someone else. Be different. Think of a different way of approaching stuff. Think of new ways that your clients might like to learn or new ways that your clients might like to um, have that service or product. Just be innovative. And I think stepping into the shoes of your customer will help you really look at your pricing and look at your offer and look at the value you're creating and say, "Is is it good enough? And then the last thing is you can just test it send it out, send it out into the big bad world and see what happens. If your prices are way off for what you're providing, you'll soon hear the feedback and the feedback will be uh, no sales. Um, if you've like identified that part of your process to test, obviously if you're testing loads of different things and loads of messaging and branding at the same time, don't do that. Just test one element of your product or service and see which which one's impacting how many bites you get um and it may well be you can just do some focus groups of like even close friends or just ring around some ideal prospects and say have you paid for these sorts of things in the past and what would you be prepared to pay for x result um always ask them what would you be prepared to pay not would you buy this say what would you be prepared to pay pay for this it's a really good question to ask so I feel like this has been a lot of information, (laughs) but the main things to remember are um, pricing is is not to do with your self-worth. It's about the business uh, service you are providing. So don't get the two confused. That is a slippery road. Uh, Number two, your pricing model. So you can do a sort of costs plus model or you can do a value-based model. I would go for value-based, but put the feelers out and see, you know, you can start with the costs plus and see how you get on. Um, thirdly, it's all about value creation. So adding more to your core offering so your clients can't possibly turn down 
what you're offering them because the value is massive um and then you can charge more because people are prepared to pay you money for those results and for that value don't be scared of asking for a premium you are experienced you know you're a seasoned professional you have that knowledge and people are prepared to pay for it i think it's sometimes we don't understand what we're good at and we kind of take it for granted don't take it for granted there are people out there who are dying to know this stuff and you have it so you have an obligation to help them out and that's how you should really be looking at your sales process you know your obligation is to help and to serve people get results fast and if you can do that with your products and services that's amazing and you should charge accordingly so i hope this has been helpful again i would love feedback please um, leave a review share it with a friend who is setting up a business if anyone's struggling with pricing or kind of can't get their head around it i'd love to hear some feedback you can always reach me i'm on meg at mrgbranding.com or you can follow me on instagram which is mrg underscore branding Okay, see you next time.